Welcome to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast with Rick Fox. We're here to talk about the industry with some of its biggest influencers. From technology, trends, and current events, if it's happening in insurance, you'll hear about it here. Make sure to tune in every week and join in on the conversation with us on social media at Vertifor. And now, here's Rick Fox. Welcome back to another episode of the Vertifor Insurance podcast, the VIP. I am the host, Rick Fox, and back by popular demand is another episode of Ask Rick. I want to say thank you to all the people out there that are reaching out, sending questions, getting engaged with us. Uh, I want to give you one chance here to understand how you get that information over to me or over to us. There's two ways. One, podcast at vertifor.com. Send an email with your questions. We got a few that way. I also got quite a few personally uh, right through my LinkedIn. Send me a direct message. Ask the question. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Love to hear the insights. Got some great questions, I think, that are going to be super informative for this week. Again, thank you for everyone out there that's involved, engaged, uh, liking the posts, listening, subscribing. Don't forget to not only subscribe where you get your podcasts, but also go to vertifor.com, go to the resources tab, click podcasts and subscribe there as well. We do bonus content and other great things through that particular subscription. So make sure to do that. All right. So for this episode of Ask Rick, I grabbed some questions that I thought were awesome that are probably on the minds of a lot of people, I hope. Uh, well, I'm not hope. Well, I'm hoping that they're asking the questions. That's what I love about the questions we're going to go through today, is that it tells me that people are thinking about ways to get better and ways to solve problems, and that makes me happy. That makes me think. Okay, all of this work we're doing, all of the work that our industry is doing to push forward and evolve is working because people are starting to think in terms of really quality questions that make people, that, that you can tell that people want to, they, they want to fix some problems. So let's jump in. First question. Uh, all right, here it is. It's hard to find good tech partners with all of the white noise. How do we decide where to turn? So I would say this is, this is a great question and it's true. There is so much noise, so many different, you know, buzzwords and that in our space that it's it's important that you find ways to determine who you should be partnering with. So I would say the easiest way is to start by thinking, how would I make a choice on something else? I would ask people that I'm that 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 are trusted, whether that's peers, um, what other people know and are using. Uh, I would work with partners like people you already are in tech relationships with. If you're a Vertifor customer and you think that you've heard about this tool or that tool, or should we look at that? Talk to your, your, your people at Vertifor, you know, contact me. Uh, we also do a really good job, I think, at Vertifor of having an Orange Partner Program. So if you go to the website and search Orange Partner Program, these are all best of breed vendors that have been vetted by us and you can kind of cut through the noise that way. Uh, so by using the Orange Partner Program, I think is a great way. And, and if you're part, if, this is another part that I think is important. If you're part of a network, go to your network, 
ask them, find out what other people within your network are using and where, where they're finding success. And if they've tried the thing you're looking at or an idea that you have, who might they recommend? So I think it's following, like there is a lot of noise. And I know those of you in uh, like ownership within the agency are getting way too many phone calls, way too many emails. Cut through the white noise by using trusted people that you know, vendors that you already work with that you trust and using your networks if you're part of network. If you're not part of a network, something you should maybe take a look at anyway because there is these kinds of things with the value within that network. So that's how I would cut through the noise is by trusting the people that I've already trusted and finding ways to get a lot of the noise out and get down to what I need because it can be so overwhelming that what you do is you get into analysis paralysis and you do nothing. That is not what 2021 is about. 2021 is about evolving, moving forward, making changes and embracing those changes. We talked about this before. So I want everyone to use your trusted people that are in you already in your world. And I think, but it's a great question because it tells me that people are out there thinking, how do I cut through the noise and get to the real stuff? I love it. All right, next question. And it starts off with a compliment. So, you know, I like it. Appreciate the time you put into this podcast. Thank you with an exclamation point. Awesome. Question. I know technology is crucial for my agency, but I'm worried I might have a mutiny on my hands if I make changes. My, st my staff might burn the place down with a smiley face. And I got to tell you, it, you're not wrong. It isn't easy. It, it, is a, it is a group effort. It is getting people to understand that change is good. We've talked about this before. And at some point, it's really you deciding that it's time that everyone gets on board. And then you have to go create buy-in. But change is inevitable. Positive change, proactive change is what is going to differentiate an agency. If you look at this in terms of, you know, use COVID, everyone had to go to work from home. Some were ready and some were not. If you were ready, you had already proactively made yourself remote capable. If you were not, that was a really difficult time. Those kinds of things, not, not global pandemics, knock on wood, are, are, are gonna happen in technology now moving forward. Are you using the tools to stay at the top or even in the middle and not start to waver and struggle in your business because you don't have the right technologies in place. It is time for anybody listening to everyone be part of this evolution revolution. Everybody needs to evolve. Everyone needs to change their thinking. And from the top down, you just gotta start getting people to, to you just gotta give them a nudge and they'll, get, they'll be uncomfortable for a very short amount of time. And then they'll be like, why didn't we do this years ago? Why didn't we automate our marketing? Why didn't we use uh, e-payments and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's really on ownership and leadership to drive that train, to really push for change and get people on board. Make sure you're communicating why we are changing so we can do X, Y, and Z. That, might, that would be different in every agency. It would be, we're, we want to be more offer, operationally efficient. We want to take some of the workload off of you so you can spend more time talking to customers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There are so many ways that tech, that great agencies are leveraging technology 
They're getting buy-in, they're leveraging technology, and they're making a difference in their business. 2021 is the year for that. It's time to change, it's time to evolve, and it's time to get buy-in from everybody on your staff. I love that question. I love the dynamic that somebody's taking the time to not to go, nope, we can't do that because my staff will be mad, but thinking, I want to do that. How do I get my staff to not blow the place up? So I love that. All right, next question. The agency I work for thinks personal touch will disappear if we start really using technology. How do I convince ownership that this won't happen? I'm a CSR and I'm bogged down with old ways and old technology. P.S. Don't say my name. I will not say your name. It is a great question. And I think it's an important question because if you're an owner, you're a leader, you're a manager, management position, have you taken the time and energy and the, the mind space to check in with your staff? You know, this is, this is someone who's frustrated enough that they're sending me a direct message on LinkedIn to answer a question of how do we get people, agency principals to start thinking about them in a different light? Yes, it's a busy industry. Yes, our jobs are hard. But if you've got staff saying they're bogged down because they're using old technology and old ways, you're thinking of it completely wrong. You're thinking of it in terms that the agency will lose personal touch if we use these things. And that's the opposite effect of what's going to happen with technology. If you start using automating processes, using things in a way that is making more time in the day, it makes your personal touch time even more. It amplifies your ability to build deeper relationships with your customers. I think that that is the, at, at the root of this. Ownership, leadership, management, you owe it to your staff to create a, an environment at work where they can come in and fly through their day and do what they wanted to do which is talk to people and have conversations. Personal touch, that doesn't mean they called, made an endorsement or you know, requested a change on a car, you made the endorsement, it was over. That's not really personal touch. If you have time in your day, a personal touch is, hey, I see that you just bought this new car. Congratulations, I looked at your rental car reimbursement. I think we should up it a little bit. Or I think that because your old, other car was older, maybe we should... Look at if we can save some money on deductibles. That's personal touch. Here's, an, here's a value add automated email that goes out on when it's winter about snowstorms and snow tires. Whatever it is you're doing, if it's coming from a person, even if it's automated, it's, not, it's doing two things. One, it is a personal touch. And two, it's creating more time in your day so that you can have a deeper relationship with them. Okay. I'm loving these questions. I feel like it's everybody's thinking in the right terms that's asking the questions. Remember, send me a direct message on LinkedIn and ask a question for the Ask Rick episodes that we're putting on now. We got great feedback from the last one. I'm excited to do it again. Uh, or you can send an email to podcast at vertifor.com and I will also get those questions. We go through the questions and we find the ones that we think are gonna be the most compelling that people are going to wanna listen to and that can help them go back to their office and affect change and make, make the evolution that we need in the agency world 
to, to, to leveraging technology and making that part of your general mindset and philosophy moving forward. Okay, time for at least one more question. This question is, I've heard you talk about self-service portals for clients. We don't have our own, but we have the end insureds use the carrier portals for things like ID cards and other paperwork. Do you think that's good enough or should we get our own? It's a great question. The good news is at least they're doing something that's, that's creating that, that touch that they expect or the, the pace that they expect in today's world. They expect the Amazon click, click, done, right? And it shows up on your porch. So if they can go to the Safeco website or they can go to whatever, you know, fill in the carrier and get that, that's better than nothing, right? Because they can sure as heck do that going to Geico. If this is for, let's say for personal lines here, they can, they can do it going to Progressive's website if they're direct, directly with Progressive. So what you get here is two layers. Number one is yes, that's awesome that they have some access and you've guided them to that access. But that takes you out of the loop. That takes your agency out of the loop. Now you might say, well, they wouldn't be talking to us anyway. They'd be using a portal. Yes, how do they get to that portal? They either have it in an app or they go to your website and find it. Either way, when they do that, they're connecting to you, not to Safeco, not to travelers, no disrespect to the carriers. It's awesome that they do that. But personally, I want my brand and the, I want my customers to interact with me. And, and I would tell you that the agencies that are using some version of a portal are flying forward in 2021. This is, if, if you do nothing else this year, but figure out how to get yourself a, self, a service portal through your website, through an app, like, like what ours at Vertifor, it's called InsureLink. If you, that should be, the, if you do nothing else, do that this year for your customers. You want to build loyalty. You want to give, and think about two, two things. One, this goes back to our other question, but one, they now get the expectation met that they're used to in the way they do business otherwise with their bank, with Amazon, with Netflix, wherever else they're out communicating, now they're doing that with you. I need an ID card. Click, 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 www.abcinsurance.com. Boom, right in there, got it. And now I have my ID card. Thank you, ABC Insurance. That was awesome. They could do that same thing at Travelers, but they went to travelers.com to do that. You see the difference? We want the brand, your brand, to be front and center. The loyalty is to the agency, not the carrier. The loyalty is to you. So that's the first thing we do. And what it does, it goes back to our other question, which is personal touch. This is now how people feel like they've had personal touch. If you send them to travelers, that is not a personal touch. That is, you're the middleman and they went directly to the carrier. If they go to your website, to your app, if they come see you to get information, that is a personal touch. The second thing that that does in this, this part is it takes that work off of your staff, which what, say it with me, gives them back more time so they can go do insurance things. So if they go to the website to get deck page, 
ID cards, request a change, whatever they do, that's a phone call or an email or whatever that your staff didn't have to handle. And I guarantee you, people in the world, today's consumer, they all want that access. That doesn't mean you're less personal. It actually means you're personally connecting with them because you created a way for them to act and, and get information and communicate the way they're used to communicating in the rest of their lives. See what I mean? Like you just need to change, just pivot a little in your thinking to if I use technology from, this is what it was. If I use technology, it's gonna make it less personal. Two, if I use technology, one, I am making it personal because they're, I'm communicating with my customers the way they wanna be communicated with. Now listen, don't get it wrong, don't get it twisted. If they wanna talk to you, they'll call you, they'll email you. But if they have to call you or they have to email you because they cannot go get information on their own, that's not as good. So we create ways for them to, to meet our customers where they wanna be met which in turn at the exact same time is giving back more time to the people that work in the agency. If you do nothing else in 2021, having a portal, customer portal, that's yours, that's branded, that is all about your relationship with your customers, not your customer's relationship with the carrier that you place them with. That to me, that's why, and I'm gonna wrap it up on that because that's my hammer for this week. That's the one where I want everyone to live. Think about that. Think about, think about yourself. How do you expect, like, do you think you should have to call somewhere? Like, like, like do, even just think of it this way. Do I have to call the restaurant, wait on hold to get a reservation? Or can I just go to one of the many apps where I can just book a reservation at my favorite restaurant? I might choose to call the restaurant, but I might just want to go to the app. You give them the choice and that is connecting you personally to that person, that customer, that loyal, going to renew lifetime customer that you've created because you've met them where they want to be met. Hopefully this helps. I, I'm really kind of excited about doing these Ask Ricks. The questions are great. It, it's showing me that people are super engaged Please, please, please keep the questions coming. Again, for one last time, it's either podcast at vertifor.com or send me a DM on LinkedIn and we will hopefully get to as many of these great questions as we can. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Ask Rick. We'll be back again next week with a great guest and we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast and tune in next Thursday for a brand new episode. You can find more episodes at vertifor.com under the resources tab or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe. And if you enjoyed this episode, share it on social and spread the word. Don't forget to join in on the conversation and recommend future guests by messaging us at Vertifor.